Hello, this is Pastor Steve Waldron with Biblical Archaeology Today. I hope you're having a great day in Jesus, and we're so grateful you've chosen to be with us today. Kind of having a special edition tonight on the top 10 archaeological discoveries concerning biblical archaeology in 2020. This comes from ChristianityToday.com, written by Gordon Govier. December 15th, 2020. So let's get started. Assyrian God Carvings. This is number 10. Italian and Kurdish archaeologists uncovered 15-foot rock carvings depicting an Assyrian king and seven Assyrian gods standing on the backs of sacred animals. The artwork was carved in relief in a cliff along a canal in the northern Kurdistan region of Iraq. The king is believed to be Sargon II, who ruled from 722 to 705 BC and conquered the northern kingdom of Israel. It's possible that the canal where the relief was found was actually dug by Israelites enslaved by Sargon II. That's number 10. Number 9. A church built on solid rock, a dig in Benias in northern Israel, has revealed the remains of a 4th century church built, as was common practice, atop a shrine to another god. Benias was a cultic center of worship of the god Pan. Many feel Pan is a type of Satan. And the shrine was likely for worship of the Greek deity associated with sex and spring. Christians of the 4th century, however, would have recognized the location as the biblical Caesarea Philippi, near the location where Peter told Jesus, You are the Christ. On this rock I will build my church. One stone in the ruin is marked with cross etchings left by pilgrims who visited the church shortly after Christianity became the official religion of the Roman Empire. Number eight, a fort allied with King David. That's fascinating. Archaeologists uncovered a fortified building in the Golan Heights dated to the time of David's rule, about 1000 BC. A large basalt stone in the fortress engraved with two horned figures with outstretched arms. Archaeologists believe this building was an outpost of the kingdom of Geshur, an ally of King David. David's wife, Maacah, the mother of Absalom, was the daughter of the king of Geshur. Number seven is fascinating to me. A new test on organic remains on the burned surface of an 8th century B.C. altar revealed residue of marijuana. <laughs> There's nothing new under the sun. This is the first evidence cannabis was associated with any form of worship in ancient Israel. The oldest known ritual use of marijuana to date, the altar was dedicated to worship of the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, early Rastafarians. The worship center at the Desert Stronghold of Rad was first excavated in the 1960s. Tests done a half century ago came back inconclusive. New tests were done using improved equipment and techniques. A second altar at the site carried traces of frankincense. Number six, a temple to rival Jerusalem. This was fascinating to me as well. Tel Aviv University archaeologists calculate that a temple discovered during reconstruction of Israel Highway 1 near Jerusalem was built around 900 B.C. The Matzah Temple is estimated to be similar in size to the temple built by Solomon a half century earlier and just five miles to the east. The rival temple was used to worship the God who brought the Israelites out of Egypt and other gods too. The discovery was startling, fits well with the Old Testament narrative of national disputes over where, how, and who to worship. Scholars think some key scriptural texts were composed as defenses of Jerusalem-based worship, and 1 Kings recounts how during 
same century, the northern kingdom of Israel constructed worship centers at Dan and Bethel. Number five, smiting gods of Canaan. Israeli archaeologist Yosef Garfinkel uncovered the ruins of a Canaanite temple from the 12th century BC. The excavation site, located in Lachish, one of the most important Old Testament cities in the region, we've done multiple podcasts on that, has yielded a trove of artifacts used in Canaanite worship, including jewelry, daggers, two four-inch tall bronze figurines of smiting gods. Perhaps the most significant discovery at the temple is a bronze scepter coated with silver. Garfinkel believes it was held by a human-sized statue of the Canaanite god Baal. The statue itself was not found, but large statues of ancient Canaanite gods are rare. Number four, well-preserved palace. Archaeologists working on a road project in the Jezreel Valley outside the modern city of Hafula discovered a royal complex that served Israelite kings such as Omri and Ahab. The complex is located just a half dozen miles from Tel Jezreel, site of another palace of King Ahab. A large pillared building they uncovered was described as the best preserved building the house of Omri ever found in Israel. Storage jars found at the site reveal what appears to have been a centralized system of food distribution. Of course, Omri is mentioned in Assyrian reliefs and obelisk. Number three, yet another church, a church in a house at Laodicea. Turkish archaeologist Selel Simsek discovered sacred items used in Christian worship while excavating a house in Laodicea. The peristyle house, built from a central garden or courtyard, was located next to a theater. It was likely owned by wealthy people. The Apostle Paul sent an epistle to the church of Laodicea, not kept, not inspired, which is mentioned in Colossians but appears to have been lost. The church is also mentioned in Revelation where Jesus condemns the Christians for saying, I'm rich and acquired wealth and do not need a a thing when actually they're wretched, pitiful, poor, blind, and naked. Revelation 3.17. Simsek has not detailed the religious items he unearthed, but concluded the house church will add scholars' understanding of how Christianity spread in Laodicea since the middle of the first century. And that would be the oldest church ever found, if it was more conclusive. Okay, the last two replicas, real fragments are fake. Ongoing problem for biblical archaeologists is determining the authenticity of artifacts they don't personally excavate. The items sold on antiquities markets. Ben-Gurion University professor Uriel Gurin and his team determined that a bulla or clay seal depicting a roaring lion dates to the reign of Jeroboam II who ruled from 788 to 748 BC. It was purchased at a Bedouin market for a small sum a few decades ago, so it was real. But at the same time, a firm that specialized in detecting art forgery discovered that 16 fragments of the Dead Sea Scrolls in the collection of the Museum of Bible were all modern forgeries. That's my AC that just came on in the background. The museum won praise for its thorough investigation is now displaying the fakes with an exhibit focused on the problem of forgery. There's still more than 70 other possible fake fragments that have been offered to evangelical collectors since 2002. Lastly, number one, the discovery of the remains of a palace from Manasseh's reign, possibly belonging to King Manasseh, the ruler in 2 Kings 21, who did much evil in the eyes of the Lord, provoking him to anger, and led the people to do more evil than the nations had done that the Lord destroyed before the people of Israel. 
dramatically expands archaeologists' understanding in the reign of the later kings of Judah. This was several decades before the Babylonian captivity. The ruins are located on the Arman Hanatsev Promenade, a site that overlooks the Temple Mount, the old city of Jerusalem from the south. The Proto-Aeolian stonework is associated with royal buildings, the first temple building. The structure dates to the 55-year rulership of Manasseh, who took over the southern kingdom from his father, King Hezekiah. Manasseh did later repent. A few blocks away, near the newly constructed U.S. Embassy, archaeologists also found the remains of a large warehouse. It's believed to have been a centralized food distribution facility, perhaps also served as storage for agricultural surplus. It dates from Manasseh's time. And a decade ago, archaeologists uncovered remains of a palace and administrative center nearby in Ramat Rochelle. This year's publication of the report of excavation combined with the new dig shows scholars that this area along the road to Bethlehem was a major center of activity for the later rulers of the kingdom of Judah. So that is the top 10 for 2020. I may go through, and I think you would enjoy going through 2019, 2018. They tend to do it every year. You can find it online, ChristianityToday.com, and uh, appreciate the work they do. God bless you. Thank you so much for listening. Hope you'll join us again tomorrow morning at 7.30 a.m. or anytime. You can pick it up on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, several other platforms. We appreciate them hosting. Join us over also at Facebook and YouTube, New Life of Albany, Georgia, newlifeofalbany.com. And you may want to make a little notebook of everything you learn because you'll have a power-packed evidentiary library that the Bible is absolutely true. God bless you. We thank you for your support and your prayers and would ask for you to subscribe and share with your friends and family. Let them join us as well. God bless. Love you. Bye.